that any through your word that you will show us that we are to be set apart, God, that we are distinctly different from the world and that we may be able to shine our light that you give us, Father God. We thank you that you are preparing our hearts and minds to be able to receive your holy word, that we can receive your instructions on how to be the light, how to stand out through your word and how you have created us to be. We pray, Father God, that you that you come in on tonight, that you give us the words that you want sown on the good ground of your people. We pray that you prepare their hearts and minds to be able to receive what you give us. And through your word, that they may be obedient into the instructions that you will provide to them and also that you will provide to us as well. We thank you and we pray this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right, Ashley, so thank you so much for inviting Holy Spirit into the place. Amen. So let's go ahead and jump into this thing and get started with our first topic, which is being hidden. And we will cover verses 14 through 15 in this section. Yeah. So the first thing I want to talk about mm-hmm. is verse 14. Yeah. Where it says, you are the light of the world. A town on a hill cannot be hidden. Yeah. Literally, what pointed out to me was the cannot be hidden. Mm-hmm. So, as Christians, we cannot be hidden. Jesus is the light. Yeah. And you can't dim his light based off of who he is. Mm-hmm. And so, as a Christian, if we have Jesus inside of us, what was that scripture? Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, if God is in us, and he shines so brightly, right. we cannot be hidden. Mm-mm. Like the scripture literally says, a town on top of a hill. A hill is the highest point of that ground mm-hmm. or that environment, I should say. And so if you build something on top of the hill, if somebody's approaching it, that's going to be the first thing that they see because it's higher than the standpoint right. that they are at. So... You can always try to hide and be in the background, Mm -hmm. but literally, you cannot be hidden. Mm -mm. It makes me go back to like a moment, um, like just growing up, I would always try to hide who I was as a Christian. I even had people say to me like, you're a Christian. You're a church girl. You're a church girl. (laughs) How do you know? I didn't say (laughs) Yes. And I think people can just tell. Because it's something that you don't even, I guess you don't notice that it is in you. Mm-hmm. They they just know, they just see the light yeah. um, that is within you. And even sometimes the way you carry yourselves as well. Yeah. If someone is struggling with that, I mean, just go ahead and be who you are. Yeah. Because you can't hide yourself. <laughs> you cannot. <laughs> it says you cannot be hidden. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I like to think of it like you can't hide who your parents are if you look just like them. Yeah. Like, no matter what room I walk in, if somebody knows my daddy, they yeah. be like, you Henry Dorn, ain't mm-hmm. it? Because I look just like him. I can't hide it. I don't care what I do. I cannot hide yeah, that I look that's like true. him. <laughs> and, and he is our father. And yeah. so when we walk into a room, people can't help but see him. That's good. That's so good. All right. Now, Ashley, you talked about how you used to try to hide yourself as a Christian. Mm -hmm. Like me, I would do the hiding myself as far as trying to blend in with everybody. Like I Mm -hmm. didn't want to stand out. I didn't want people to really see me. I was just okay in the background. 
And God really did a mighty work in that within me. And it made me think of Galatians 2 and 20. And I want to read it. It says, I have been crucified with Christ. And I no longer live. Mm. But Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God. Who loved me and gave himself for me. So I've referenced this scripture before because it's literally so true to my life. I'm not living this life for me anymore. So now that I have died and crucified myself and I now live with Christ in me, I am living the life for him. I'm doing what he wants me to do. And I had to come to the realization of that as I grew closer to him. Because Holy Spirit would just nudge me to do stuff that was so outside of my character, that was so in front of people. <laughs> Prime example right here on the podcast. Let me tell y'all, quick story time. I literally did not join my church for like a whole year mm-hmm. because I knew that I was going to have to go to the front of the church to join. That's how much in the background I wanted to be and not be seen. Mm-hmm. And because of that, it held me back from getting closer to my purpose. Mm-hmm. I still got to it because, you know, the Lord is not going to stop fighting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I still got to it, but it held me back from getting closer to my purpose and closer to him. But the closer I got to him, the more I leaned on his power, the more I am able to actually be okay in those environments where I have to stand out. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to point that out, too, for anybody who may be in a situation like I was in. The more you lean on him, the more you allow him to work within you, like we talked about in our Flip the Switch series. Mm-hmm. The purification period is not just to clean the bad stuff out of you, but it's yeah. also to clean the stuff that is just second nature to you. That you come through. Yeah. That was good. If you're bashful, that purification makes you comfortable. If you stutter a little bit, that purification makes your senses clear. Whatever issue that you have or whatever disability that you have, when you lean into his power, he'll make it so much better. So I wanted to point that out. And just like you just said, his strength is made perfect in your weakness. Yeah, that's my scripture, girl. Yeah, girl. One other thing that stuck out to me, and I also highlighted, it says, you are the light of the world. Sometimes that may come with persecution because there are two different mindsets. Because everyone isn't going to agree with you. But I also wanted to encourage you by Matthew 5 and 12. It reads, be happy about it. And we're talking about the persecution. Be very glad for a great reward awaits you in heaven. And remember, the ancient prophets were persecuted in the same way. So even though you may be talked about because you are different, the reward is also great as well. Mm-hmm. So also, in even in the persecution, we have to be reminded of our purpose here on this earth. And that we do have a duty to, you know, let the world know about the life that we have in Christ. So don't be ashamed. We're supposed to be letting the world know that, hey, he died for the world, not just yeah. to respect a person, that you can come into this this kingdom shift, this fellowship with Christ too. Mm-hmm. We also have to let them know the gift of Holy Spirit as well. A lot of people don't think of it or even haven't even heard that, hey, Holy yeah. Spirit is a gift that was made available to you. You know, and in that, there is peace, there is joy. And you don't have to turn to different kind of alternatives of this world. Like, 
we all know of things that we've seen like with stones and crystals and smudging and all that good kind of stuff but hey that is all tied up in Jesus Christ that is tied up in Holy Spirit that we have peace that surpasses all understanding that will continue to guard our heart and minds so our peace is found in Holy Spirit but not in the items and yes. customs of this world yes. so we have to let them know like I know like if I wasn't a Christian in this world that I would probably be you know, somewhere sipping on a crystal or something like that because the world makes it, you know, <laughs> they put it in water, the, the box and stuff. But to, yeah, to for peace and stuff like that. Well, I would be looking at some cards trying to find out my future yes. because oh my gosh, there's yes. so much confusion in this world and you want some kind of guidance. And, you know, probably the first thing that will, would be made available to me would be a card, somebody flipping a card. Yeah. But thanks be to God that we have Bible, yeah. which is our instructions, which is our God, that we have Holy Spirit as mm-hmm. our God. So we don't have to, you know, look to other things that, you know, may be inviting other spirits, well, not even maybe, that is inviting other spirits into our homes, into generations to come. When you said that it is our responsibility to go out in the world and share with the world the good news which is the gospel yeah like if you try to blend in so much you'll miss that opportunity to reach that person in the crowd Mm -hmm. if we can go out in the world and blend in with the world something is wrong Mm -hmm. you shouldn't have to tell anybody i'm a christian Mm -hmm. they should see it in your actions they should see it in how you treat people they should see it in how you talk to people they should see it in you praying. Mm-hmm. They should see it in you reading your Bible. And I saying that you're doing this stuff for these people. Right. But we are supposed to live our life as an example to the world. You don't have to stand in front of the crowd to stop from being hidden. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, talking to one person is a form of not being hidden. If yeah. Holy Spirit tells you, hey, go up to her and speak to her. That's not standing up in front of the crowd. That's just talking to one person. But you're being set apart right there because you're doing something that the world wouldn't necessarily do. Like toting your Bible around everywhere you go either. Or you have to wear like a cross. Yeah, you have to wear your spiritual shirts. I'm the light, (laughs) you know. Um, I think a lot of times, I know for me, like growing up, people were my first Bible. Like based on how you treat people, the words that you say, your response to things, that's also being the light. Uh-huh. You should be able to show people how to conduct themselves, how to yeah. act. We shouldn't be, even though I be petty sometimes, we shouldn't be petty all the time. The Lord is working, and I thank him for that. But, <laughs> but yeah, we shouldn't be like, turned up at McDonald's because our fries are cold. Yeah. You know, be like, hey ma'am, can I just get some more fries? Yeah. We shouldn't act like the world, basically. A lot of times, we're the first Bible that people are introduced to. Mm -hmm. And you never want to have that responsibility of, like, people, you know, not having that relationship with God because you cut up or you You turned up. You turned up to the max. And you are so right about people being young children's first mm-hmm. Bible because my little niece she repeats everything you say yeah. literally so if I'm cussing in front of her 
cussing people out. If I'm doing all of that in front of her, mm-hmm. that's an example to her. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of why it's so important where it says train up a child in the way that they should go. Because that foundation is so important. Mm-hmm. Like when I was younger, I saw my mama praying. Mm-hmm. I saw my grandma reading her Bible. I saw my mama controlling her temper. Yeah. So I knew I couldn't act like that. Mm-hmm. Now I understand why I can't act like that because I have a personal relationship with God. But right. my mama helped me build that firm foundation. It set a standard. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't think that we are above people, but we should have a standard. Mm-hmm. But the more you try to hide yourself in the world, the more you're dimming your light. If the light is on, the only way that you can't see the light is if you hide it. Or if it isn't turned on. And if you want to turn that switch on, watch the switch (laughs) series. Also wanted to touch on a point that I saw kind of growing up in the church. We shouldn't be judgmental and condemning the world while being a light. That's the worst way for the light to be portrayed. In our personal relationship, we know that God is not meant to condemn us but he convicts us he doesn't condemn us we know him as a gentle father and you know we shouldn't come at people you know yelling or like stop sinning or you're going to hell yeah you know pointing the finger at them pointing out all of their ways because honestly i don't believe that god will do that he wouldn't but he would he rather would say come to me you know, let me save you. Let me help you. Let me guide you. Let me heal you. Rather than pointing the finger and like do this and giving commands and being a dictator over their lives and telling them what they should do, rather just love them in it. Yeah. You know, love them. In That's the what sin. God. Yeah, love them in the sin. That's good. Because God would do that. Like even though we still sin as believers, He still loves us in it. He'll correct us. He will. So why not do that for? The world. He would do that for for us. He still does it for us. So. Yeah, that's such a good point. Just let them know what's available and the solutions through Christ. Before we wrap up this section of the episode, I did want to point something out in verse 15. It says, Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and gives light to everyone in the house. So the first part of the verse talks about the section where I said the only way that people can't see your light is if you hide it. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to talk about the second part of that verse where it says it gives light to everyone in the house. So because Jesus lives inside of us and we are Christians and we are the light, everyone who we come in contact with can see our light. It gives light to everyone in the vicinity of you. So your light can cheer the saddest person up. Your light can stop that person from committing suicide. Your light can literally draw someone to Christ. Mm -hmm. But we have to make sure we don't dim it. And we have to make sure we don't hide it. So I just really wanted to point that out because I think it's so important that we realize that once we turn on our light, that everybody who comes in our path, they're automatically affected by it, mm-hmm. whether they want to be or not. Mm-hmm. I love to see somebody that's angry, and you just be like, have a nice day. <laughs> be blessed now. Yeah. You can't be, you can't stay mad with somebody who has a smile on their face. Right. So, literally, everyone who comes in the vicinity of you mm-hmm. is affected by your light that shines so brightly. Yeah.
So that leads us to our next part of this episode, which is being distinct and how we should be set apart and how we should really stand out. So we'll do so by covering verse 16. The point that stuck out to me was the first part. It says, let your light so shine before man. Mm -hmm. And the word let, I don't know why that stuck out. It was just like, allow it to, like, let it. Don't try to hide it. Like, and... It reminded me to do so unapologetically because yes. this light is available to this world as well, whether they know it or not. If I can put this into just a few words, like, just be a witness. <laughs> and in my study time, Holy Spirit brought to my mind, like, be a review. And <laughs> when I saw it, I said, thank you, Lord, because well, I do a lot of online shopping. Majority of my shopping is online. Mm-hmm. And if I don't see a review, I'm not buying most of the time. Because when I'm on Amazon and my buying clothes, I definitely, okay, let me go down and see how it actually looks. Exactly. So the NLT reads, let your good deeds shine out for all to see. Like, I like to see pictures. I want to see how it looks not in the lighting that <laughs> the seller gives. I want to see how it looks in natural lighting. Mm-hmm. I want to see the size chart. I want to see if this is U.S. size or European. Because you could be tricked. Ooh, I wish that website, ooh. like, wish. Yes. <laughs> Anything can, from China. Well, any clothes yeah. from China. I'm not buying in if there is no witness or reviews. Yeah. So we have to allow our light to shine and to give the reviews and let people know about the miracles and the provision and the promises that God has given us and that He, what he has done in this world. Um, So if there's no buy-in, if there's no pictures, if there's no evidence, I'm not buying into it. And also to add to that, when you're looking at those reviews and those pictures, you're Mm -hmm. looking for somebody that closely resembles you. Mm -hmm. So you're looking for somebody who has gone through your struggle. You're looking for someone who has gone through your pain. And for us we're looking for young ladies we're looking for single ladies we're looking for i i look for people who are where i desire to be like for yasmin for instance it's kind of like okay you can have Mm -hmm. what you want and still have a family and have all that balance so it's like you're looking for people as encouragement and i think that's why it's so important too like you said be a review or like I like to say on intentionally shade live intentionally Mm -hmm. so you can go out here live your life and be a light to the people that see you like I said that's in the vicinity of you and that was my whole thing with intentionally shade because I know you know before I got into this thing I didn't really see a lot of people like me Mm -hmm. you know if I had just saw one person in my YouTube journey that was like on fire for Christ, mm-hmm. I promise you I would have jumped onto it quicker than I yeah. did. Like, it just didn't seem fun to me. It just, it just didn't seem like they could have a life. But when I came into the realization that you can have life and have it more abundantly, mm-hmm. as we like to say, I'm like, man, you know how many years I wasted thinking right. that this was going to be boring? If I could just live my life so nobody else makes that mistake. Mm-hmm. And that was the whole thing behind Intentionally Shay. And I think everybody should live like that. And I say you have to make a YouTube page and put out videos and stuff like that. But yeah. just show people that it's okay. Mm-hmm. That it's fun. That it's, it's, it's worthwhile. Yeah. And it's not what you think it's going to be. Definitely. 
I'm like you. Like, show people the reality of the product. Like, give me a real review. Give me the nitty, the gritty. Like, yeah. what's going to happen? And let people know, like, okay, yeah. In this world, you're going to have some troubles. But take heart. God has already overcome. And through Holy Spirit, through Jesus Christ, that even in your storm, that you can still have peace. Like, stuff can be breaking loose around you. And you can be sleeping on the boat, resting on the boat, just like Jesus. <laughs> Even though this world may look corrupt, there is still a joy. There is still a peace. There is still something I can pull from, from heaven. There is still a God that is never changing. Give people reviews of our God. Let them know. Boast about your father. Boast about what our father can do. Let the people know because I think a lot of people don't know that part. So we're supposed to be the light. We're supposed to, you know, renew their minds of that. Like, hey... You know, this ain't how it is. This is how the world view him. But once we get to know his word and know what he thinks about us and know who we are to him, life begins to flourish in abundance and just joy and just peace that surpasses all understanding. I love that you pointed out, you know, about who we really are because I have in my notes that we have to be who God created us to be and mm-hmm. first Peter 2 and 9 it says that we were created as chosen people yeah and let me read that verse for y'all it says but you are a chosen people a royal priesthood mm-hmm. a holy nation remember yeah. holy means set apart so mm-hmm. let's say that a set apart nation yeah God's special possession that you may declare the praises of him who call you out of darkness Mm -hmm. into his wonderful light. That just wraps it all up. Mm -hmm. We are chosen, y'all. We're supposed to be distinct. We're supposed to stand out. We're supposed to shine brightly. Because that's who we're made of. God created each one of us special for a reason. And it wasn't just to blend in. Mm I also wanted to point out that we have to remember what makes us distinct. Like, if we are blending in with the world or we're trying to, like, sew ourselves into the world Hmm. or patch the world into our beings, we may get a little confused on titles making us distinct. That's not what makes us distinct. God doesn't care if you're the head of the worship team. He doesn't care if you're the secretary, pastor. He doesn't care if you are a, a therapist. or He doesn't care if you are a physician or president of the United States. Mm-hmm. He doesn't care. All he cares about is our souls. So we have to remember that our value doesn't come from what we are but our value comes from who we are which is God's children and we have been called to represent him and that's the most important thing everything comes back around to spreading the word of God Mm -hmm. the good news which is the gospel and like Ashley said being a review it helps us. Yeah. It helps us on our selling point. Mm. <laughs> mm. I just want to point that out because a lot of the times we get lost in titles, even in the church. Mm-hmm. We get lost in titles and people think, oh, I didn't finish medical school or, oh, I didn't finish getting my teaching degree. 
oh, I didn't go get my master's, mm-hmm. especially right now when we got all the graduates. Oh, I didn't go yeah. get my doctorate. Praise be to Jesus that those people completed those degrees mm-hmm. or got married. But that's just not what he has in store for you right yeah. now. We have to go back to one of my favorite scriptures of all time. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Maybe you wanted to be a physician, but he didn't want you to be a physician. He mm-hmm. had other plans for you. And if you were going to be a physician, you couldn't do the will that he had for your life. Think about that. Thinking about it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, thank God that we have, you know, lawyers and doctors, yeah. you know, programmers, engineers. Thank God that we have those people. But at the end of the day, those titles behind those names, they don't mean a thing to God. Yeah. He loves you exactly for who you are and where you are. We have to remember that. Mm -hmm. And I just want to tell somebody that because I just feel like a lot of people get wrapped up on titles these days. Mm -hmm. And I I just really want people to break away from those titles. Break free of it. Even if you have one of those titles, break free of it. Well, right now, if you lost that title, yeah, what would you be? Huh? I was just going to say, would you still be someone? Yeah. yeah. Would you still have value? Yeah. But you do. But yeah. would you think that you still have value? Mm-hmm. If you feel like you wouldn't have value, I definitely want you to reevaluate. Mm-hmm. Take it to God. And he will clean that out. Because yeah. it's it's not. It's not true. That does not bring you value. Your value comes from God. And he says that what? You're more than enough. Yeah. More than so you don't need a title to be the light. You don't. You could just be a member of the church. Yeah. Definitely serve though. And he is just happy to have you in, in yeah. the house. He is just happy that you showed up to mm. quiet time. He is just happy that you chose to speak to him today. He doesn't care about that title. I don't know who needed to hit it. Yeah. But I just wanted to point that out. That's good. I'm glad you did because a lot of people think that you know, you have to be a minister or a pastor or a deacon or a trustee or somebody to, like, be a light. When you come into this fellowship, you are a light. Yes. Um, whether you will admit it or not, you know, and also just to touch on, like, you don't have to have the title of a minister just to minister to people. You can do so, like, even... I think our pastor was saying, like, you know, we can reach people that he can't reach. Like, we can relate to people um, better than others. Like, I may not be able to reach the young man down the street. I may be able to reach his sister, though, (laughs) his mama. You don't have to have the title of a minister to be a minister. Yeah, Yeah. that's good. Because look at us. We're not ministers. But here we are. (laughs) You can know this much about the Bible mm-hmm. and still reach somebody. And baby, I, I'm quick to tell you I don't know the whole thing, but I know what I know. <laughs> that's all. That's more than enough, that's right there. That is more than enough. Yeah. So, in the first section of the episode, we talked about how once we are saved, we have been crucified with Christ, and we no longer live. But it is Christ who lives in us. Yeah. So in order to have Christ live inside of you, you must first accept him as your Savior. So 
through Jesus Christ, you are offered the opportunity to have a personal relationship with God. So if you haven't accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, right now is the perfect time to do so. That is right. So if you would like to, repeat this short prayer after us. Lord Jesus, I know without you, I am lost. Today I make the decision to make you the Lord of my life. I give you the throne of my heart to lead and guide me in the way that I should go. Thank you for forgiving me and delivering me from my sins. Amen. Amen. And just like that, you are now a part of the kingdom of God. So if you repeated that prayer after us, be sure to join a Bible teaching church. We always leave our church's live stream link in the description box below where we go live at 8.30 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. Central Standard Time every Sunday. And if you are listening on any of our podcast streaming services, Mm -hmm. be sure to leave us a review. It will really help us grow in the podcast community. And you guys know the drill to go ahead and share with at least five of your friends so that we can get this message out here to let people know to go ahead and be the light. You know, go and do it. And then if you haven't, be sure to follow us on all of our social media accounts. So if you have any prayer requests, be sure to send those to us at obediencepodcast at gmail.com. And we'll be sure to stand in agreement with you. All right. So if you haven't, be sure to download our free printable for this month series. It Mm -hmm. is going to be a great supplemental tool for you guys to use as we go through this series. Mm -hmm. And also on Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Be sure to join us for a live interview with a very special guest. Which will be Wife Stuff, our friend from YouTube. So you guys be sure to follow her before our interview next week. We'll be talking to her about being the light. So be sure to tune in at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, Tuesday night. Guys, so that is everything for the first episode of the Set Apart series. Mm -hmm. I just want y'all to remember just to go out there and be the light. Mm -hmm. Live intentionally. And don't dim your light, y'all. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. (laughs) All right, we're going to get up out of here, y'all. But until next time, as always... Be obedient. We'll see y'all next time. Bye.